Welcome to another episode of the Stubborn Heroes Podcast. My name is Adam, I'm the DM, and the Stubborn Heroes we have today are Michael, who plays Belrin. Hello. Cody, who plays Aman. Hola. And David, who plays Phileas. Hello. Jovena. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So, let's get right into it, boys. We had an intense episode last time. We got a lot of ground to cover, so roll to see who gets to retell the tale what happened in the last episode. Damn. Damn it! Oh, auto one. No. Oh, you can see if you... You, you got your ones out. Get his one, but... Four. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so... Crit one. Again. Michael gets to retell what happened last time, which is kind of ironic. So go ahead, Michael. What happened? Uh, Please don't cry. I'm not going to cry. Not yet. Alright, so... Uh, last time on the Stubborn Heroes, we were all in this room where, there were, where we were looking for a cauldron, and um, Amon read from a book, and some robots decided to materialize in the middle of the room. It took all the metal from everybody, my breastplate, some of my arrows were gone, and so forth, and all that. We fought them, two of them were killed, then they formed into another robot, that was a duo robot, so we had to fight that. We managed to kill the other three, they formed into a tri-robot. Amon was reading through a book, he got the codes to shut them all down, and so forth he did. Now collapsed. Then we continued to investigate this room for the whereabouts of this cauldron. Belrin found a uh, note on the desk and found that there was a secret passageway. Found Amon was able to ma- magically find that entrance and found out it was just an illusion. And so we all just walked through this bookcase into a cave. Um, walked through the cave. And there were three treasure chests surrounding the cauldron there. Uh, Phileas and myself decided we wanted to go up to the um, treasure chests and open them up. And got some nice magical items. While Amon didn't open his yet. I did. Oh, he did. Okay, good. He, he, he took a peek and he got a candle. I got a, Belrin got a broom and Phileas got a cloak. And then that happened. We're out of the shadows. Some assassin between Phileas and Belrun magically unveiled itself through two daggers. One at Phileas and he managed to miss. And the other dagger to Belrun stabbed him in his heart. Crit. Well, Crit stabbed him Mm -hmm. in the heart. And is poisoned and is down and survived by one hit point mm-hmm. for now. For now. And that is what happened. <laughs> right at the end there, Belrin was falling down and the assassin was making its exit. 
So now I can go, I did prepare a little bit of something, so I'm just going to read a little bit of something. And it sort of more brings Bellerin into the moment that he's in. So I'm just going to read this, okay? I'm going to put in cool music and stuff, too. Time stands still as Bellerin looks down to his chest. His armor no match for the precision of the blade that has punctured his breastplate. The area around him seems to become nothing more than splashes of black and white cascading blotted objects and the people in the room. His ears become muffled, hearing nothing but a sudden high-pitched room. He breathes suddenly, unable to catch a breath, a darting pain moving around his entire body as a potent deadly poison settles in. He grasps tightly on the broom he had just discovered a moment before. Only to find his hands do not have any grip. He cannot control them. His body has gone limp as the darkness of death begins to encompass his peripherals. Any final thoughts? For all intents and purposes, you feel death encompassing you. Take my soul, damn it. <laughs> that was about your thoughts. Take my soul. Okay. So your body falls back, and you feel yourself falling as if you're dipping into death itself. Falling, falling, your mind slowly fading until nothing. No hard stone floor below you. No more pain. It's as if for a moment you're floating in a pool of darkness. Your mind began to flicker with memories. A life flashing before your eyes. Your life and all of your memories. Not just the ones that we've heard here, but some from before. Until at last your mind settles on a particular memory. And the stone room that was around you is gone as you open your eyes. You think, was this a dream? Suddenly you don't remember anything from before and now you are just, we're just going to reenact an actual memory of your past. And you're sort of just very confused for a moment. Then you awaken from this nightmare that you must have had, this Everything before was just a nightmare. You lay in your bed looking at the wooden ceiling of your home. The sun shines beautifully through the window upon a random love interest, perhaps? I'm not sure. What's beside you? It's either a random love interest or a pile of bottles. Uh, <laughs> can't you be both? <laughs> it can't be. The bottles lead to the love interest? <laughs> The love interest is under the pile of bottles. <laughs> it's up to you. So who would, what would a normal day-to-day life of Bellerin before he ever went on this grand adventure back in his uh, village of Tull, you're waking up in your bed. You know what? I don't think alcoholism has started right now. Quite yet? Quite yet. Okay. All Maybe right. just a few drinks here and there. So there's a few know. little glass bottles yeah. around. Okay. All yeah. right. Is there a person you're bed or no? It's up, it's up to they, you. It's up to they you. They must have left. Dude. Okay. So, and you're just sort of rubbing your <laughs> eyes as the sun is shining in. Do you want? Do you think anything? Do you say anything? I mean, oh, what another glorious moment! I love the sunshine. 
I love days. Yep. Suddenly, your door comes crashing up. Your grandfather stands at the doorway of your room. He is, in this memory, he's just shrouded in shadow before he steps in. He looks very angry. He's a very large man, not fat, but very heavily muscled. His gruff and rough physique was clear, even under the robes that he seemed to wear. He looks very battle-hardened, his arms are very bare, and he has two large blades seethed into his belt. A large gray and black beard sprouted from the lower half of his face, and he has a bald head. <laughs> but his most noticeable feature, his most grim and intimidating one, is a large scar across his right eye, and his, his right eye is actually white. From a, from a battle he had when he was a younger man. He comes in, he looks at you and he says, For fuck's sakes! It's fucking 2 p.m., Belgrin! Is it really? Wow. <laughs> the shipwrights were expecting you at noon! Oh, I know. I know, I kind of overslept. <laughs> Look at this room! It's a fucking mess! talking about there's just some bottles over there and some over there shut your fucking mouth and he slams his hand across the table and the table just shudders and almost cracks hey that was expensive table aye it was a fucking expensive table that I paid for I told you better one one more fucking time one more fucking time I warned you and he seems like he's about to hit you he's so angry Come on, swing at me. <laughs> when your whore mother dropped you off, cursed me with her half-blooded spawn, I should have knifed you when you were an infant. I should have been done with you. Well, now I'm here. Hi. <laughs> oh, you sarcastic piece. Oh, I gotta say it in character. You sarcastic fucking... And he's ready to punch you. Suddenly another person... Burst into the room. Another person you recognize. Your whore mother. <laughs> Her hand grasps onto his fist and pulls it back. And it's a female. Your half-sister, Connie. She's a full human, because your mother was a human. And your father you never knew. Leave him alone, grandfather! Offer me, Connie, he says. The boys had it coming for a long time. Connie is, uh, just to describe her, she's a young girl. She's maybe she's maybe 17 years old. She's uh, burly, but she looks very, very tough, and she's got long blonde hair, okay? She's, like, very tall, so she's, like, six feet tall. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, you would know Connie. Connie is always defending you from your abusive grandfather. <laughs> Mind you, you're a sarcastic piece of shit. <laughs> That's sober me. And she's, she's struggling with his arm, and he just wants to hit you. Do you want to do anything? He wants to hit me? He wants to hit you, but she's, like, pulling him off. He's like, get the fuck off of me, Kame! Let him hit me. This wouldn't be the first time. Okay, and as they're struggling, and he's about to hit you, and he turns back towards you, suddenly you hear smash as Connie picked up one of the beer bottles off of the ground and hit your grandfather on the back of the head. That's unexpected. And he turns around. And the burly man, turning towards her, 
Hani then falls to the ground. She's petrified. She's frightened. She's scared. I guess you'll be taking the beating instead. And he pulls up his sleeves. I believe Thalron is going to go over there and freaking punch him in the back of the head. <laughs> okay, roll. Roll a strength check. BS6. Oh, do I do to add my mods to it? Uh, no, you're not really... Yeah, you can. Okay, add your strength uh, mod. Yeah, That's fine. That'd be eight. An eight? Okay, that doesn't... Okay, your, your, your fists just collide, but it's like hitting a brick wall. You hurt your wrist. You, you hurt your fist. You're like, ah! Damn, he's so strong there. And he turns around, and he just mercilessly punches you in the face. So you, you, you jumped and you stopped him from beating Connie. And he turns around, you fucker! You think you can punch me, do ya? And he keeps beating you, and he beats you, and he beats you, and he keeps punching you in the face, and Connie's screaming, No, no, don't! Don't do it, grandfather! Leave him alone! And we just see you being beaten over and over and over. Your face is turning blue and bloody. He picks you up, tosses you across the room, you smash into a wooden table. Your body's just flailing around. This large man's just mercilessly beating you. Okay, and then we're gonna pan away from that person and move back to the room in which we're in. As Belrin lays unconscious upon the floor in inside of this secret wizard room. That was really good. <laughs> I wanted to ask. I wanted to ask if I had any weapons in. No, you're you're naked. You just woke up. I pictured you're just. But wearing don't you underwear. think I had like a like a knife or something. You didn't ask like, those questions. I know, though. I thought if, about if it. If you had asked, maybe we could have figured out. I thought about it because I would have just like slid his It's okay. It worked out really <laughs> well. It worked out really well. We do the whole thing. No, fuck that. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Belrin lays unconscious on the stone floor of the wizard's secret room as the dagger-wielding assassin, cloaked in a shadowy magic, moved forward towards the exit. And what do you two do? Uh, Phileas, uh, you've just seen this. It's almost like a, a shadowy cloaked figure. Just <clears> went, <throat> you know, through those two daggers, you were able to hit yours with the shield. Clear as day, you watch as the other one stabbed directly into Bellerin's heart, and he just went tumbling over. And Amon, you've seen this now, too. And this assassin has now passed the two of you. What would you like to do? I'm going to obviously run to his side. Okay. <clears throat> you run to Bellerin's side. Uh, you're pretty much running. already at his yes. side. You go over to in front of the chest that he's at. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to pull out the dagger out of his chest and heal him. Okay, so you've removed the dagger, and you'd see this looks exactly like the type of dagger that you found in the back of the dead wizard. It's silver, and it's ornate, and it's... it's so you would, you would immediately know this person is clearly the same assassin, not only, but also this is a member of the Silver Eye cult, and that they're now escaping. So, heal, Belrin, go ahead. I'm going to use it as a second level, though. Yep. So, yep, I'll let you roll it, and then you're going to roleplay it. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay. Thirteen. Bellerin, you're healed for thirteen. So role play it. I, I, I held up my shield to block the first one, and, I, and my head would have turned towards Bellerin as I saw this blade go into his chest. Mm-hmm. So I would have, I guess, in this time is when the chick 
Yeah, no, she leapt jumps, over you. Leapt over us. Yeah, she just. So my first her. instinct would obviously be to save my friend here. Mm-hmm. So I would, uh, I would just like kind of run over to him, and kind of check him out. Be like, Bellrider, are you okay? And obviously he's not answering me. So I'll pull out the dagger and heal him. Yeah, when you pull out the dagger, it's covering his blood. Do you just toss it aside? No, I okay. keep it. Like I have it. Okay. And uh, you place dagger. your hand it's upon him. The natural energies surround him. You see the wound is closing, but it's still bleeding a little bit. But he doesn't wake up. He doesn't wake up. He seems to be healed, but he's not waking up. Okay, so I'll... No, let's okay, see what Amon wants to do. Now, uh, this teleportation that's uh, going, like, the runes and all that. Now, if you activate it, do they have to be in the vicinity, or is it like you just, like... You would need to do a check. A check? Yeah, you, you have no idea. You're not a wizard. You'd have to do a check. I did a check earlier, and you said, I don't know the location, no, but I, I know the runes. Yeah, you know, the wizard was preparing a teleportation spell. And that's all I got from it? Yeah. Amon, Baron's down. Where is that bitch? As you look up the corridor, Amon, you see the assassin is, as it runs, it, it almost runs on the side of the walls using some sort of dark magic in order to ready its escape. And it's just about to turn the bend. And on your left, you look up, you see that assassin. On your right, you see Belrin down on the ground. What do you do? I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing to do to Belrin. I have nothing to help him at all. I'm the opposite of a healer slash paladin slash anything good. I'm apparently everything else because our cause our tank and healer doesn't tank or heal. Billy, he's gonna hear that. <laughs> Shield. <coughs> instead, Sorry. He, instead, he misses all of his attacks. Billy, <laughs> and, lose, and and loses one of his swords. Billy through a missed attack. Billy. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> or this will be all night. Okay, just, you were asking about the runes, but you're not doing anything. Well, I just want to know, like... I can't tell you unless you do something. Let's roll it's for fucking shit. fucking arcana check, then. There on how, like, how it's activated, and do they have to be in the vicinity? Do I point at them? Do, like, how does it work? I understand. You want to know more yeah. about them. Go ahead. Uh, nine... 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Okay. So you're just examining the runes of this teleportation spell. You would discover that you do not have the ability to finish this spell as is. But you may, if you look into your book, be able to use the spell to do something else. And yes, it would just be, you would would just cast a spell and you and whoever is touching you, or you might be able to manipulate this spell to do something else. So, I, it has to be me, like, I can't be like, this person get teleported instead, or this person get teleported instead? It's not really... Like... It's, it's, you're not a wizard, right? So this is tough. It's like, you, you, if you... I'm a warlock, I'm pretty much am a wizard. I know, but, yeah, I mean, you do not feel like you're able to use the spell as is. No, you could not send somebody to another location necessarily currently, but you might be able to do something else with the magic that's there. Okay. Let me look at something. Amon, why isn't he waking up? Perfect. Amon's aware that he's not waking up now. I don't know. 
I, I don't know. Suddenly there's a humming coming from your chest. A chest. Uh, yes. I look, Amon looks down at his chest. And you would see, you, you would feel that your necklace is humming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess Amon will pick up the necklace and inspect it. Yeah. And uh, you don't notice anything, you just know that it's humming and that it's reacting to something. Now, if Amon, like, Mon, like, points it in different ways, does it, like, humming increase by which direction I pointed it in or anything? Pointing? No. Because you're standing still? No. Okay, Mon will walk towards Balrin. Okay, and the assassin's gone around the corner. You guys don't know where it went. It's going this so the assassin has completely vanished from the area, as far as you can see. Uh, so you're walking towards where, sorry? Bellroom. Okay, yeah, you, and as you find as you walk towards Bellroom, it's humming more. You see Bellroom is unconscious on the ground. But his wounds seem to almost be healed, so it's, it's very odd. Yeah. I want to do a medicine check on him. Right ahead, yep. Let's see if I can figure out why he's not waking up. Mm-hmm. Twenty-seven. Your medicine check shows no, that. Sorry. Okay. Your medicine check shows that he was he was stabbed with a very potent poison, but your healing effects have healed most of that poison, and the, and the damages of that poison. That poison nearly killed him. You would know, like he was on the brink of death. Like he couldn't have gotten closer. He should have. He pretty much almost died. But your healing, you got there in time. He's he's pretty much healed almost all the poisons out. He's just got a little bit of poison, and he he should be awake medically. There's nothing wrong with him. He should be awake. But I know nothing else? That's it? You know nothing else? It's, no, on a medicine check. Okay, so I would like to give him a good smack in the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, smack. I want to see your strength check. <laughs> At advantage, because he's, he's kind of prone. <laughs> I, just had, I had to roll those my strength, right? Yeah. I have an advantage because he's prone. <laughs> Apparently, I have a week stop, but <laughs> I'm going to pull away and move into Belvrin's mind once again. Belvrin, you feel a smack across your face, and suddenly now you're in a different memory. You stand with a large crowd. And you know that the crowd with you are your fellow tribesmen. And you're wearing a cloak that's almost covering up your face a bit. And your face very bruised and beaten. And you've got a fat lip and, and scars. And, and uh, you're, you're just sort of standing with all your tribesmen in the center of Tull. And you're just watching as your grandfather is standing at an altar in the middle of the town speaking to everybody. For hundreds of years, the True-Eyed Tribe has held the small island of Tull, mostly by pirating nearby villages and towns. The Empire's recent civil war has only made their pillaging efforts stronger, as no military force has been able to hinder their advance. The crowd stands watching the village elder, Belrin's grandfather, giving a speech. From Slaver's Bay to the Draconic Islands of Alabastra, the True-Eyed Tribe strikes fear into the hearts of the people. The crowd roars and cheers with grunted delight. Now, with her fear in shambles, our influence will grow. 
by the power granted to us by the Yukalala. Not even the Empress herself will be able to challenge us. You would notice now that behind your grandfather as you're looking out from the crowd as well, laying upon an ancient altar is an instrument. Oh my. You've seen this instrument your your entire life, but you're just sort of focusing on it now, like, hmm, you want to say it? You're by no, yourself. You're just looking. I just feel my cheek after that slap. Just <laughs> staring off. Yeah, and you and you and you do, and after that slap too. And when you did get that slap, you almost heard like, like something was trying to speak to you. It was very odd, and you didn't know. And you're like, what? You never heard this just, voice before. You're lost in this memory. You, you notice with a firm grasp your grandfather takes the instrument. In a time long gone now, before the denizens of the town had become marauding pirates, when they were simple fishermen and traders, the, the ancestors of Tull were blessed with this artifact after a time of great strife. The story says that it came as a gift from the gods, and that if you were to play its magical tune after a battle, then great fortune would come upon from that time to now, Tull's luck has changed. <laughs> Over the years, their fishing pulled greater amounts, their trading made them richer, and their women's bosoms had borne more and more children. Eventually, seeing more worth in the taking, they gave up their peaceful ways and slowly became pirates. And now they're a community of pirates. All the way to this day. You're staring at the Nukalala, thinking of this history with narrowed eyes until you feel a soft hand touch your arm and Connie whispers to you Belrin come with me come with me where are we going? just come with me well he's distracted okay come on I trust you and you and Connie takes you by hand your half sister and you two run to the side and you, you find a little um, side street where nobody else is and she, she wants to talk to you privately and as you're running away a dauntingly ominous tune is played from the instrument as your grandfather is playing it to the crowd as other pirates start bringing in the bodies of the dead from the last raid that they have done and they're doing some sort of weird ritual. Bellerin. Listen up. I'm leaving. What? Where are you going? I'm leaving tonight. What? Yes. Grandfather's gone mad. He thinks he's going to become a new emperor. No. He thinks he's going to take over the whole world. You, you've seen it. Look at you. Did you just laugh? Or cough? Cough. <laughs> he thinks he's gonna take over the whole world. Look at you! I can't live in this madness anymore. I can't. I know. Neither can I. Listen, me and two dozen others, two dozen Bellerin, we're gonna leave in the dark of night tonight. We're gonna take five of the best ships. He'll never find us. You think we can get away from him? Yes. Bellerin, I want you to come with us. Please, if you come, we'll escape him. Escape this place. We'll be pirates ourselves. We'll never have to worry. Come, brother, please. Uh, I just want to let you know, you are completely aware, because you've been doing this for years. 
and you've been abused for years. And you would know deep down that without you for him to take his anger out on, your grandfather would immediately dispatch ships and with, to go get Connie and the others. You would know this deep mm -hmm. down. You've been taking beatings for her for a long time. And you would know that you and her wouldn't get far. Okay. You wouldn't get far. Yeah. Um, deep down you know that, and he would likely kill you both for, for that type of treatment. So, I mean, it's a risk. No. No, no. You go. I'll, I'll protect you from him. From Grandfather. What? We can do this. But Deep down, it's it's your journey. You go. And she looks very disappointed for a moment, and she starts to tear up. She's like, I can't leave you here. You'll die. You'll die, Bellerin. Perhaps. But I have my ways. And as you say this to her, she sort of puts her head down like this. She's like, I'll leave. I'll leave without you, brother. I'll never forget you. I'll never forget you either. Oh. You have a safe journey. Oh. <laughs> and tearfuls in her face. So then we've returned to the outside. <laughs> and you see Bellerin is like struggling a bit. <laughs> Unconscious <laughs> on the ground. Uh, what would you like to do, Amon? Well, after finding out that the hummings come from his necklace as he approaches uh, Bellerin, he'll look down at Phileas and be like, my necklace is reacting to Belrin. What does that mean? Hador's power's at work. Uh, I guess um, after saying that, Mom will like kneel down and pu uh, put his hand on his head and mm -hmm. uh, roll, I guess, an arcana, arcana check. Mm -hmm. Now, do I get advantage since it's Hadar's power? Yes, you do. Yeah, go ahead. You're, you're well-schooled in this type of magic. <laughs> a one. You are so lucky you have advantage or... Uh, that would be, uh... Like, all you needed was, 12. like... Okay, all you needed was, like, ten. So, because, uh, you know, you should be able to almost blatantly tell. You would feel the connection to Hadar and that Belrin is somehow being influenced or being uh, consumed by the exact same dark magic that has been attacking and giving nightmares to the townsfolk here and that clearly that when he fell down and became such a like so deep into unconsciousness and near death and then brought back he, he is suffering from the corruption and he is now having a, a nightmare within his mind like he, the being whatever it is that's attacking the town is is now invading his mind he's facing his demons okay so uh Amon will look up at Phileas again. Be like, The nightmares that are affecting this town, they're uh, affecting Balrin too. He's kind of kicking it. Yeah, I'm hearing your fucking voice! It's actually addictive, isn't it? It's just really addictive. I know. Oh, I hate you, Adam. Well, maybe it's the residual energy of the dreams influencing you. Just go again. It's fine, whatever. I don't know. No, that's it. Okay. It's a well, how do you wake him? Can I try to break the connection? Since it's a connection between him and the... Yep, yep, yep. And don't forget what you learned earlier is you 
you, you did detect those runes and stuff that are in the room, and there might be something you could do with those as well. Just you couldn't use it to teleport, but you might be able to do something. I said for you got to look into your book of shadows and, and look into something you could possibly do. Among okay, then open his book of shadows and see if there's any information of, uh, about the room that I can do more with the rooms. So you're just going to research like the nightmare and all the all the symptoms basically into your book of shadows. Figure out what you can do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, that'll be eighteen. Okay, so yeah, that's enough. So you would you would look th- quickly look through your book of shadows, and the pages would illuminate, and you would see that this the symptoms of this are not of the being of a thousand faces, but a different child of Hadar, and that you would now be convinced that whatever child of Hadar is attacking this town, it's not Yishthun. it's actually Yogzoth. Yes. The beings of nightmares and suffering. You would remember that from your studies. And that Yogzoth's power grows slowly, and that if, if he is unchecked, then he could presumably take over the minds and, and, and make all the people in this town suffer horrible, horrible deaths. And he attacks them through their nightmares and their dreams. But you also would remember that you have the runes and that teleportation spell. And that you would feel like you could manipulate that teleportation spell in order to cast a different spell of your own. To project somebody into Belrin's mind to help him break out of this place. Okay. But you could only put one person in. You know, yourself, him, whatever you'd want to do. Only one person. You could put one person into Belrin's mind. Yeah. To save him. To help him break out. Because you know that 99% of the time, you can't get out of the grasp of the Nightmare Lord. You can't get out of the grasp of the being of nightmares and suffering. Achilles. Yep. He is uh, trapped in a nightmare. That's uh, affecting this town. I can put you inside to help him if you want. What would that do? Wake him up. Then do it. All right. You you get up. So are you going to try to prepare that spell? Yes. Okay. So it's not going to be easy. It's going to take a few minutes right. for you to prepare this spell. There's lots of things you need to do. Uh, you would need to change a bunch of the incantations and the positions of the runes and everything. To excel that process, mm-hmm. I will... Uh, Use, um, do I still have it? Did I get rid of him? No, never mind, I got rid of him. What? I was gonna use Unseen Servant, but I got rid of him. Oh. What? Yeah. Okay, I guess you can. Okay. Alright. So I don't have Unseen Servant, yeah, I'll just myself. Well, uh, Phileas, you see he's starting to prepare a spell. Are you just gonna watch him, or are you just gonna stand over Belrin? Like, are you, are you, you're seeing him and he's I'm still, still trying to make sure he's okay. Sure oh, okay, he's so you're just sort of checking on him. So while you are preparing the spell... I'm still stopping him in the face trying to wake him up. <laughs> it ain't working. We're going to shift... I will still stop him until he wakes up, in my opinion. And while we're waiting for the spell, we're going to shift back into Belrin's mind and where he is now. Can I say something to Belrin before we do that? Okay, go ahead. Okay, so just describe what you're doing. So you're standing over Belrin while Amon is preparing the spell. So, 
as he's down, I'm kind of saddened because he's my friend. So I'm so I'm just kind of smacking him in the face, and I'm just telling, "Come on, buddy, come on, wake up! You can do it! Come on, buddy, wake up!" And then we're going to pan back into Belrin's mind at this point. Belrin, uh, you're just hearing this voice saying, "Come on, buddy, wake up!" And sort of echoing throughout your mind, you're like, "What?" And you're confused for a moment. Suddenly, you're like. You bring yourself back and you're more grounded again, back in, stuck into this memory that you're sure is not a memory. You're just experiencing it for the first time. Belrin, you're, you're sure shake your head. You're holding a beer in your hand. You're walking through the streets drunkenly. This is one of the first times you, like you, you drink once in a while, but you're drinking really heavily today. Connie left about two weeks ago. Since then, your grandfather has taken a lot of aggression out on you. He is, you're, you're bruised and you're beaten. Um, you're just sort of uh, walking drunkenly with your bow on your back. You're thinking, what, what are you thinking? Just thinking about my sister. I'm hoping that she's all, she's all right. Yeah, and probably cursing your grandfather. And you're walking through the streets, it's nighttime, it's past midnight, There's every, everybody else is just sort of already in their homes and stuff. You hear uh, some grunting from people having sex in a, in a house over there. Uh, you hear a, a fire from a house over there with a bunch of drunks inside and stuff. You don't want to join them though, you prefer walking alone. Then you find yourself in the city, city center, where you were in your last memory, only nobody's around this time. And you see the altar of the ukulala. And you see Yukalala sitting upon the altar, mm-hmm. yeah. unguarded. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Valrun looks at it and slowly walks up to the instrument. Mm-hmm. And you're dragging your feet a bit. You're very inebriated. And you walk directly up to the instrument. This is the closest you've ever been. Your grandfather has always told you... Anybody, he would let anybody in the town, even the dogs, play the ukulala before he would ever let you touch it. That you are a half-blood with a whore mother, his daughter, who died several years ago. You are nothing to him. And now you stand before it and there's no one around. <laughs> Considering I'm very intoxicated, I would like to reach out. Mm-hmm. And touch the ukulala. And you touch the ukulala. And it just caress it. <laughs> it feels it, it feels it feels like nothing you've ever touched before when you hold this thing. It makes you feel happy, like this is the first time you've ever acted in defiance against your grandfather. You're 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 feeling empowered now actually as you hold this thing. Are you gonna pick it up? I'm gonna grip it by its stem. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Chaff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you only remember, like everybody who's played, they played these amazing tunes and stuff. You've never played an instrument before, um, and you're and you're holding this thing ahead of you now. What would you like to do? Well, I'm gonna hold it and be like, "So you, grandfather, never let me touch this." <laughs> Jackass you are. And you drop your beer and it smashes on the altar f- floor. And you're holding it. 
and I want to play a tune. And what tune do you play? <laughs> the only one that I will know at this point. Mm -hmm. I'll play... <laughs> play this tune. It echoes throughout. <laughs> and it just echoes throughout the, the cold night. Nothing happens. It's just still holding the thing. Mm. Yeah. I'm just like, what a useless thing. Why do people even enjoy this? Okay. Now you're going to uh, have to roll a check to see. How you? Because you're very, very inebriated. We gotta see how well you're holding this thing. Gonna be eight. <laughs> uh, you lose balance uh -huh. as as you're drunkenly holding the ukulala, <laughs> and you trip and you fall. Oh! <laughs> and as you do, you hit the ground, and you see the string comes undone and snaps oh. uh, on the ukulala, and you're still holding it on the ground ahead of you. You're down on the ground, but you're holding it in your hand. You see the string has broken. Fuck. He's gonna kill me if he finds out it was and then, me. And then, in a moment, you just hear... And a magical burst of energy flows out of the ukulele. Tendrils of light shoot forth. It just seems to be thousands of them shoot forth out of the thing. Magical energies flowing, flowing, flowing. And they shoot forth all over the village. A terrible cascade of screams and horror fill and engulf the area all around you. You're deafened by the screams. One by one, the souls of Tull's people are being grabbed and pulled from their houses. And these people are being pulled. I'm not sure if it's their souls. It's like their bodies, as soon as they're touched by these light tendrils, are turned ethereal form. And they're just being pulled in. They're all screaming. Then women, the, the children, the, the burly men, all the pirates, people are just being pulled, 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 pulled because of this broken string that's in front of you. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm just going to look in shock and try to <laughs> put the strings back together and you're working to try, And you're working your best to try to uh, grab it and you just see it's like suddenly they start just flowing in so quickly and you see the ships the, these large tendrils just grabbing people from the ships are being pulled into this this <laughs> this instrument that you have. It's a terrible, terrible thing. They're all screaming, ah, no, no! And then as they get closer and closer, you see them just pulled into the, the thing. They just seem to disappear. You don't know where they're going. And they're all just being pulled in, pulled in, pulled in. You're trying to fix this thing. And uh, you see some of your neighbors now being pulled in as well. Do you, do you feel well, you will try to fix it. All right. Thirteen. Oh, okay. As this is happening, you're trying to fix the string in front of you. Uh, you're able to start to tie it around almost, but you see at this point it's very little people are being pulled, and then you just see it's the last person is the elder. Your grandfather is being pulled. His ethereal form. He is the strongest man in the village. He is repelling against this this light tendril that's turned him ethereal soul form and he's 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 grabbing onto the ground he's grabbing onto things as his body's being pulled into this this instrument and he's like just as you're fixing it and then suddenly you finish fixing it and then there's just silence all around <laughs> is he still there now or did you look he get... over and you see with his face in the dirt your grandfather 
is still there. Deep with me. <laughs> I crawl over to him. I'm drunk. It's hard to stand back up. You can hardly stand up, and you're just looking at the ukulala, and you sort of start almost walking over to your grandfather, and he just sorts of, your grandfather just slowly gets to his feet, and he's shaking, he's looking at his hand, and then all of a sudden his eyes look at you, and goes, his face goes to your grandfather. What did you do? No! No! What did you do, Bellerin? I, I just played a song. What? There's no one! My army! Your tribe! Fix it! I don't know how to! What did you do? I just played a tune! Oh! You! And he's getting more and more angry. Uh, uh, and he go. takes out his blades. <laughs> says, I'm going to do what I should have done a long time ago. And then you see him as his face is like this. Suddenly you see his face just turn completely empty and black for a moment. And then it goes back to his face. And the, the world around you just sort of shifts into darkness for a moment and then goes regular. What the hell was that? <laughs> Did and I black then... out for a second? <laughs> We're going to now pan out of there. And we're going to return to the room where Amon has finished preparing the ritual. Amon, you, the runes that were around, they were uh, blue and, and, uh, and silver before. Now they've shifted to red and a dark, dark violet color as you've prepared this ritual over the cauldron. What do you do? So Amon will just speak up and be like, It's finished! It's ready to go! Are you then do it! Okay. Is it safe? Maybe. <laughs> You're actually not sure. You've never... S- you, you've only pieced this spell together by piecing other spells together, and nobody's ever performed this, so... Let's just say this is like five spells in one. <laughs> really is Am I going to die? Probably not. <laughs> and with that vote of confidence, Phileas, what do you do? <laughs> Get on with it! <laughs> Shake your head. <laughs> and you move forward into the center of these runes. And uh, you would like to perform the ritual? Yes. So I would like you to roll to see how well you perform this ritual. Describe to me the ritual. Is it performance? No. Oh. I just Is it Arcana? Okay. No, it's just it's just about how well his transition into Belrin's mind is going to be. That's all. And you didn't roll very high. <laughs> Come on, it would be a magic thing. What is it? This... It's, it's magic. Six. It's like Arcana, yes. It's a six. It's, it's Arcana, so I get Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Thirteen, okay. Describe the ritual. Phileas has stepped in front of the runes. How you picture his transfer into Belrun's mind would be. And it's not really... Uh, what I'd like to point out, too, that I'm just going to tell you what happens. He's just going to fall asleep. He's going to fall asleep? Yeah, he's just going to fall asleep. And you would know with the ritual. Go ahead. Okay, then Amon would tell him to lie down on the ground beside Belrin. Describe it, David. I then lay down beside Belrin. You look at Belrin before you go in. <laughs> and I grab his arm. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And then uh, Amon will stand, like, be- like uh, behind both. He's standing above them, like, behind their heads. Yep. And then I guess uh, put his hand, put his hands up, mm-hmm. and I guess the energy of the runes would touch his hand. Mm-hmm. You put it back down onto Phileas's forehead. Uh, I guess 
and then his whole body would start lighting up green. Mm-hmm. And then he would lift his hand up again, all the energy from his, all the green energy go into his hand again, and then he touches uh, Bellas. And Phileas, your eyes close, and then the moment that he touches Belrin's forehead, it's like a shock, and you feel like you're falling from the sky. You're just falling and falling and falling, and there's all darkness all around you, and you hear all these weird noises and voices, and you just hear, um, The fuck you doing, Belrin? What are you doing? And you hear, and, and all of a sudden, flashing images all around you, like when you look over to the right, you just see Belrin getting the shit beaten out of him by this uh, older man and a young and a, uh, a, a young girl. You can't see her face or anything. She's just like, no, 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 no. And she's screaming. You find you're falling through memories. That's what's happening. And darkness. There's nothing I really can do, is there? I don't know. You tell me. What, what would you like to do? Imagine, like, you want to maybe try to pinpoint something, right? So, just, like, imagine, what, what do you want to do? You're falling. In a I would use of... a perception check to try and pinpoint exactly what point of the memory it comes out. Okay. Because you're just getting an influx. With the 13, with the way he performed his spell, you didn't really get Okay. Suddenly you see what it looks like just, like... Belrin sitting at an altar, but you're in the sky, like way up in the sky. You're looking down upon what looks like a town, and you see Belrin almost at an altar, like hold, holding something like this, and there's large gold tendrils out, and they're just picking up people and then pulling them into something. You don't know what the hell's going on. And then uh, and you, and you have a strong feeling that's where Belrin is. So you, you feel like he's right there. Can I move? Can I fly? It's like, a, it's like an, an astral projection sort of thing. Yeah, you so can... I go down towards Bellarin. Okay, and all of a sudden you, you find yourself uh, moving, moving, moving very, very fast. I want you to do a constitution saving throw. See how hard you hit the Like, it's not physical, but it's like a meteor. 23. Okay, so you 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 crash, you crash, and you feel like you're moving towards it, but then you fall into a forest near where he is. And once you do, but you're not hurt at all. It's very odd. You feel like you just flying into the ground, but you don't feel hurt at the moment. And uh, there's just dark forest all around you. In a language, it's so alien and foreign. So I'm going to leave the forest and try to find Belrin. Okay, and as you sort of step out into the forest, you see Belrin standing in front of an older man, Burley, how I described before his grandfather, because you've heard. You, you see uh, the grandfather's face, though. You, you don't see this grandfather, you just see a human, but his face is completely blank and black. They're just uh, on his back, where Belrin can't see. There's like tendrils of shadow shadowy tentacles coming out of his back where Bellerin can't see and he's holding two blades like this at Bellerin. Bellerin, you're standing in front of your grandfather and he's like, I'm gonna do what I should have done a long fucking time ago. Do You've I? never stood up to this man. And go ahead, do it. Okay. And, and you feel things are getting kind of odd, and, but but you you can't you, you you don't know what the hell's going on. But then you're just you're living in this memory. Roll initiative. And I'm gonna have you roll initiative as well, David. Yep. So roll for initiative. Ooh. And Amon is just sitting, staring at two unconscious bodies. Well, you have to maintain the spell. Okay. So I'm picturing outside. You're standing there like this. You don't know exactly what's going on, but you can. <laughs> 
sort of feel their emotions as you're casting the spell because you are connected to them too. You're you're basically the connection between their minds right now. Okay. And, and he's like humming a little tune as he's doing it to keep himself focused. Okay, hum. <laughs> Go. Hum? Or is hum, hum one of your anime themes? Go. Because I don't know if my anime themes off my heart. Yes, you do. Don't. Fuck off. Off yes, my heart? Do. No, I don't. Fuck off. I don't, actually. Fuck off. Okay. Higapuka. Higapuka. Ugra. Ugra. <laughs> like a madman. So are we going to set up like a little thingy? Oh, yeah, I can. Uh, well, I mean, like, we'll just say, like, the forest is... Actually, I prepared for this. Boom. This is the altar. Sort of like here. You're way off over here. Okay. You're not sure what works in this world, what doesn't work in this world. You feel completely full health and full everything. 100%. You don't know any of your spells or anything. Just let you know and you can only attack once. What do I have? No, just you can attack twice. You do can I have my twice. bow, dagger, hand axe, just a bow? You know what? You have everything because instinctually your character still does. He's just in a memory. So yeah, you have everything. It's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so... How about to the point where when he's getting attacked, everything like, appears on his body? Yeah, well, I said he's walking around with his bow right now. Yeah. Okay, and the ukulala is sitting upon the ground. I would like to point out where it is. It's here. You would notice now that the sky begins to alight with lightning and flash. It's black. And, the, and there's a strong wind around as well. Your grandfather's face contorts almost and becomes like completely featureless and just shadow. And you just hear like almost like a static. Like, and then it goes normal again. <laughs> And you find that very strange. So what would you like to do? Uh, starting with Phileas, what do you do? Well, I'm going to run closer to him. But I can go. Okay, and you're now standing in front of the ukulala that's down on the ground. The ukulala has gone black and white as well. As if it's all just not part of this. It's just part of a memory. So it's played its part. And it doesn't. it just is completely still. And everything else is completely still. Um, so you ran up. Okay, go ahead. Go. Bellerin! And Bellerin, you look to your right and you see this stranger in front of you. You've never seen this person before. It's in these dressed all raggedy in weird clothes. Yeah. Who the hell are you? Xyphilius! I know no Phileas. We've been on adventures for a few months now. Oh, I see. You're in cahoots with the... With one of these ones. More elves, more your kind. That's where you belong, Belrin. That's where you've always belonged. In the dirt! You need to wake up, Belrin! And that's enough of an exchange. Belrin, it's your turn. What do you do? (sighs) Ah! This is tough. Don't remember, you have spells too, so... No. And you're poisoned, so you have disadvantage on all... I'm still poisoned in this round? Yeah, you're you're still poisoned. Your body's poisoned from the poison, which had nothing to do with the fact that you fell asleep. I was waiting for one of you to fall asleep. It's, uh, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Hmm, okay. Well, which I should have done earlier, but... I'll let you slide. Thanks. Go ahead. Belrun would like to yell at his grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want of me? There's only one thing I want, the thing I've always wanted. You dead and gone forever! 
<laughs> and then uh, his, his face goes and then normal again. And he's readying his blades. What are you gonna do? You have to. I am gonna. I am gonna draw my bow and arrow, and I'm gonna attempt to shoot an arrow at him. Go that ahead. is not your grandfather. You can't shout that right now. Go ahead. Dang. You can shout it after. Save it. Okay. So it's just all, all has to happen real quick. See so. if I can hit him. So that would be a twenty. Oh, that's a hit. Yeah. But disadvantage. Oh, you yeah, have disadvantage on attack rolls. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> and that would be a seven. A seven. And uh, your arrow uh, just seems to shoot off and just miss him. <laughs> I also have my second attack. You've always shot like an elf. You were never a member of the True Eye tribe. Maybe they, the other people, would accept me more than you would. I'm gonna attempt to shoot a second time. Okay. So there's <laughs> okay, but 20. This is a disadvantage <laughs> and nine. Oh, and you miss, and your second arrow misses, and your grandfather's just laughing. But this time he's like, <laughs> and it's just like, uh, uh, it's like a staticky sound, and his face goes, and he looks like angry, and it's it's horrible. And you need to roll a check to see if you become frightened. Okay. All right. Roll disadvantage. <laughs> oh, horrible. What You're the now, hell? You, I hate these blue you dice. You become frightened. You have disadvantage on ability checks, attack rolls you already did, while the source of your fear, you cannot willingly move closer to the source of your fear. You cannot move closer. Billius, you need to do a, uh, a, a roll as well to see. Actually, no, I'll skip it. It's okay. You don't have to. You think he has a bow and arrow. <laughs> and you're just so scared, so what do you reply with now as he's... <laughs> you're frightened. You're scared of him. And, Billy, as you would notice, Bowen's looking really scared, and as he does, the shadowy darkness around you becomes even thicker and darker. And moves. it seems to be moving towards you as he becomes more frightened. <laughs> what the hell is going on with that? And you just sort of and I'm just your head. sort of like oh, a little and you're cowering down now. Okay, uh, it's at the end of your turn. You can't move closer to him. You can try to run. It's up to you. And the stranger is beside you. Yeah, so, I'm, that's I'm, true. He's next to that. I would like to run to that Yukalala, but I'm gonna. I want. I'm gonna run back. You see Belrin for the for like running away. He's so scared. Don't be scared. It's all an illusion. Who the hell are you still telling me what's what? <laughs> this is not your grandfather. This is a dream. All right, now it's his turn. And you see, suddenly his gaze turns to you. And, he, and his face is all contorted. And he's like, You are not supposed to be here. Well, I am to save my friend. And his face is completely contorted now. And he's like, how did you get to this place? Can he hear him talk? Yeah, uh, well, you don't know. Okay. He's sort of interpreting it in his own way. It's in his mind. He's frightened of it either way. But yes, he's hearing everything. I'll say yes. That is not for you to find out. I have my ways. You will fear me. I will not. And it runs towards you. With its two blades, suddenly you'd notice these blades become even longer and seem to be seeping with a shadowy energy. 
as it strikes at you. It makes three melee attacks with its blades. Okay, so first one. 14. No. It's a miss. 19. Yeah. 20. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to take a total of 12 damage. Remember your full health. It, it, it slices the first. How do you dodge the first attack? I just throw my shield up. Okay, and then it slices you twice across your body, and you would feel actual pain. This does not feel like a dream at all. You feel like it's, it's actually struck you. Amon, in the real world, you would see Phileas gets two slices across his body. <laughs> uh, Amon will just like look down at Phileas and see the slash. He's like, I wonder what's going on. It's not good. So now it's Phileas' turn. What do you do in reply? You probably won't tell me this, but uh, if I were to turn into bear form, would he be able to understand me because this is a dream? I can't tell you that. Bellerin, you're watching this person do this. Yeah. Well, I'm g- in order to get him, I'm going to have to turn into bear form and attempt it. Anyways, hopefully I can... It's... yeah. Alright, well... You will fear me! And he's slashing at you. I will not fall under your spell. I am here to save my friend Belron. And to do so, if that means killing you, I will. And I'll turn into a bear. Okay. And I will... Do I turn into a normal bear? (laughs) That's gonna pass. You burst into your bear form, and you would notice that there's fur all over your your arms again. You're you're not scarred in this dreamlike realm. Hallelujah! Go ahead. What do you do? We're gonna attack this thing. Yep. What does he do? He sees this. Uh, you have to ask him. You see this. You see this elven type of creature uh, (coughs) turn into a ginormous bear, and you're you're like, what the fuck? How much did I drink? against this creature. <laughs> I will crush you. What would you like to do now? You can say something quickly if you want. Yeah. Or try to. Or, sorry, you can attempt to say something. I'm going to attempt to still talk to Belron. Hopefully I can. And say, Belron, you're stronger than this. This is not real. This is a child of Hadar. Remember our travels from Saver's Bay. You actually hear this voice echoing and booming in your mind. He's telepathically speaking to you. Oh. Through this bear form into your mind. And, and you start getting a little bit of clarity. Roll a persuasion check to see if you can persuade him into believing you. Six. And, and he does not successfully persuade you. You might see a little bit of something there, but uh, a little bit of truth. But you're still frightened and you're still yes. scared. Still. You're, you're, you're feeling like you're a child again. And when you look over at Belrin, he suddenly seems a lot younger than he ever has been. He's becoming younger and younger, and like a scared child now. He looks like a, almost a child. It's all in your dream, right? I mean, you're becoming so scared. And you see the darkness is shrouding around you even more. God, I hope you guys don't die in here. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Uh, so, Belrin, it's your turn. 
You can't move closer to the, the to your to fear, the, but yeah. you can attack your fear. Yeah, you I can still. You are at disadvantage when you attack it. You can also speak to the one who's been speaking to you. <laughs> yeah, and, and maybe, yeah. I would. I'm going to yell out at this creature. Can I just say this? God, I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. The audience knows okay. who it is. I mean, yell out to... You did say it. Cause it just as long as when you're... I feel this. As long as, oh, when, true. as long as when you're speaking in character, you're still acting like you don't know him. I did say it, uh, it's, it's, it is I, Phileas. You, Phileas, how do you know my name? We escaped Slaver's Bay together. I don't know any Slaver's Bay. We met each other when we were captured by the orcs. I don't know any of this. Okay. I've been here my whole life. This is just a nightmare caused by the children of Hadar. It sounds like it's craziness. Gibberish. Okay, me. you're gonna make an action. You gotta do it now. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot this creature again. Okay. <laughs> as as I'm cowering, yeah. you know. Yeah. Ooh, hold on to it. That would have been good. But That's you a got twenty. That would be a twenty-one. Disadvantage. Ooh, Ooh. A twenty. You hit. Okay. Yes. First attack yeah. of an arrow. In a long time. I just gonna be... Do you want to shoot two at once? Well... Can I? Yeah. It's your dream, or not? I guess. Yeah, roll a I'll do... Sure, I'll, you know what? I'll roll to see if I can attack this. It's a large creature. Attack, right? You forgot. I... You forgot. No, no, no. Technically, though... No, no, but I can only use two per day. I've already used my two and everything's all, everything reset. that's... You're in a dream. Everything's reset. That's okay. Oh, well. Before your second attack. We'll say it's a five to attack. Okay, so the second attack would be... And you're full health. Roll, roll, roll twice. Guys, shut up! That'd be 14. Yeah. Or, yeah, so 14. Okay. For my that second attack. Hit. So both So attacks. both arrows hit this time. Okay. So, my bow's gonna be... Jesus. He's going uh, to your next attack. Okay. Oh. Two arrows stab into your grandfather's back. And he just lets out a loud <laughs> And he sort of turns then toward you. So you'll have flanking now, because now he's looking at Bellwin. How many times I gotta beat you before you learn? You can never kill me. I can try. <laughs> <laughs> and you're feeling a little bit of courage now. I would like you to roll now. It's the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. Okay, so since the end of your turn, I'll let you roll now to see if you can get rid of being frightened. Okay. Disadvantage. That's, yeah. Four. And a ten. Four. Four. Constitution. Oh, so six. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're still frightened. <laughs> you cannot get closer to the source of your fear. Fear will come and at me. <laughs> All right, so that's the end of your turn. Yes. Okay. It's uh, the 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 creature is going to make one attack at the bear. Ten, Daisy. Okay, so he misses, and he turns and he starts running towards Bellerin. I wish I uh, attacked for opportunity. You get it, yeah, because he's disengaging without doing an action to do so. Well, ah, that's a miss. So you miss. All right, and he's going to attack Bellerin twice with his uh, blades. Natural 20. And a 
20, but not natural. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to take 12 plus 6 slashing damage. So uh, 18 slashing damage. Okay. And he stabs you brutally with his blades. And you're just staring into the face of your grandfather. <sighs> no one will remember your name. No one. No one will know that anybody named Baron ever existed. You're still frightened. But I spit in his face. And you spit in his face. <gasps> Dare you. Okay, moving on is now Phileas. What do you do? <laughs> After that comment, I will run up behind the thing. Mm-hmm. And as I'm jumping in the air to bite his neck with my advantage for flanking, I'm going to say, I will know that there is a bell run. Okay. And this thing sort of turns around like, what? Good thing I have an advantage. Go ahead. Good thing you have an advantage. (laughs) (sighs) And you miss? That's just the bite. That's one attack. What's that, the bite? That was the bite, yeah. Okay, now you're going to try to swipe him as well. 18. Thank you. That's a hit. So I get an advantage on that? Yeah, you get an advantage, yeah. 20. Whoa, nat 20. So you swipe at him for a nat 20. What do you do? D6 is, is doubled, right? Yeah, it's, it's uh, well, let's see what you roll. It's doubled, and then you add months. Hey guys. Ones! Four. Total is eight. <laughs> that is a horrible 20. Okay, well, total eight. That's that's still a chunk, though. Yeah. Uh, eight. Oh, well, no, because it's. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, because it's four, four. And then, so that doubled is four. Oh, you horrible luck. I don't know. Okay. And you swipe towards him. Right, I want to double and, and you you see a like shadowy tendril comes out of him. He just sort of screeches in this low demonic voice. It's like a face comes out of his body for a moment. It's very horrific and odd looking. You would okay. love this shit. <laughs> Amon would love this shit. Uh, oh, by the way, Amon, you've seen now Belrin is now bleeding again as well. And he's got two slashes on his body. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you're just sort of seeing this. You're like, oh boy. Yep. Then so. I'd also like to uh, say to Belrun, do you not notice that he's changing? This is not real. Roll a uh, persuasion check, and if you succeed, you'll break him out of his fear and his frightenedness, and he'll believe you. Nineteen twenty-one. <laughs> okay, Belrun. You you are no longer frightened. Yay. And you do, and you're sort of seeing a bit of reality. And I'm going to say you're starting to believe this guy. And some memories are starting to come in, mostly just memories with him. You remember meeting this fellow in Slaver's Bay. You were, do so you remember Phileas mm-hmm. specifically? And you're like, what the hell? Like you, you realize a little bit that you're in a dream, but you mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I vaguely remember you now. Yes, it's, it's all coming back to me. Somewhat slowly. No! You will not remember. The voice is very odd now. It doesn't sound like your grandfather so much anymore. Don't let him fool you! You will never remember, Bellerin. Okay, is that the end of your turn? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's the end of Philly's turn. It's your turn now, Bellerin. What Yay! do you do? Standing right in front of you. You have disadvantage on everything anyway. Okay. Can I back up still? Or is he... That's, uh, the, the, you can try and I'll tell you what happens. 
You're on the edge of the altar. I'd like to say that complete shadow is now enclosed, and it's almost as if only this altar exists. Everything else has been consumed by shadow and a storm of light. These are random pieces of chaotic lightning all around. No, you would look at it. It's like it's almost like a wall of like just darkness, and you're right up against it. Okay, I'm gonna put my bow away and attempt to attack him with my hand axe. Okay, go ahead. That'd be nine or. Nine or eight would be eight. It's a it's a miss. Yeah. Yeah. So second attack. Or is that only with this bow? No, it's just okay. it's just second attack, yeah. So fifteen. Ooh. And a natural one. A natural one. And uh, you, you go for the first attack with the hand axe and you miss. The second one, he grabs your hand. And you just see only your grandfather's face. And it's like his head is protruding from his body now, becoming this nightmarish creature. His neck is elongated, and it's just his head directly in front of you. And he's like, You're gonna die, boy! And he rips the hand axe away and throws it into the darkness behind you. Cool! <laughs> okay, so that's. Is that the end of your turn? Is that the end of your turn? Hey, Cody, I know I have that. Yes, you sure you did. Okay. No, but I... Yes, it is the end of my turn. Okay, it's now his turn, and he's going to slash at you three times to try to kill you. Mm-hmm. When he, oh, uh, Wally's saying it, he's like, hey, once, yeah. once you die, this place will be consumed. Your soul will be mine, and his as well. That's a hit. That's uh, 14 to AC? No. First one was uh, 23 to AC. Yeah. Uh, and. No. Okay. So uh, one of them hits. And he stabs you, and you take uh, six slashing damage. <clears throat> you see another cut, Amon, appear onto his body. I know, Cody, not everything will be about you all the time. We had two whole episodes all about you. That's the end of... It's not my fault you killed off my original character. That's the end of his turn, and it's now Phileas' turn. Balorin, you can beat him! You are stronger than you know! What what do you... I'm gonna attack. Okay, go ahead. I'm gonna attack him. I wanna... Well, I got the advantage still, right? Yeah. 23. Mm -hmm. And 17. Okay. So you're gonna take the 23 total. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damage. 11. Okay. And now I'm gonna pawn. 22. And then. That's 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So 11 and 12 is 23. Jeez, okay. He is just. D- describe the attack. Well, I jump up behind him and I bite, I bite his neck. Yeah, and when you do, it just feels like this is the most gross taste you've ever had in your entire life. Yeah. And, well, I guess he's huge, probably bigger than me, right? He's about the same size as you. Okay. So then as as I come off of his neck, I caught his back. With okay. Yeah. You see these tendrils just sort of uh, start spraying around and everything, and they try to grasp at you and, and tackle you, but you just rip them away. He starts oozing this black ooze. One of his arms you've actually cut, gouged so much it's like falling off of his body. So he now only has one blade in his hand. 
okay? So I'm going to say one of his attacks is gone. He does three attacks, so I'm just going to say he attacks. He can attack twice instead of three times now. Okay? Alright, so... I know it doesn't make sense. He has two blades, but he attacks with two hands. Or three times. I know. But that's the way that the bandit captain is. So... (laughs) One, two, three! Alright, so... And he's... And Bellerin, you see this, and he's all bloody in front of you. And he's, and then you see your your this elongated, weird head of your grandfather just looking at you, and, bl- and black ooze is spilling out of his mouth. No, fuck you, And he's saying all these things you've heard in your past, and you realize now this is a memory, mm-hmm. and that you're 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 now focused, and you realize that this is clearly a dream that's going on right. in front of you. Yeah, but you're still scary as shit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you okay. do? Okay. Off the record, one question. That silver-eyed dagger that I picked up. Yeah. Do I have it with me here? Do you imagine that you have it with you? I would imagine that you have, have it with you. I just don't know what the stats are for. We yes. didn't talk about the stats for it. Oh. Because I'm going to stab him with... What's, what, what's your hand axe? My hand axe was 1d6. 1d6? We'll say it's 1d8. I'm just going to say it's 1d8. 1d8 plus 1. Plus one poison damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anything else special about it? Not that you've learned so far. Sweet. Ah. All, All right, right, let's do All this. Right. So, All right. yeah. So Baron, looking at this creature now that he knows it's not my grandfather. Baron remembers from battle earlier that he picked up a silver eye dagger, and he and it's almost as if once you remember it, it's appeared in your pocket. Yeah. And he pulls it out, and he's like, ha-ha! And, and he's just sort of looking at it, and he's like... <laughs> and he's coughing up blood, and he's like... You'll never live, Baron! He just keeps repeating things that you've heard your grandfather say. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He's not really saying anything new. And then suddenly his face goes all blank again. You can never leave, I will consume your soul. <laughs> you can try. Now I'm going to attempt to kill, stab him with my uh, okay. dagger. Five, six, seven. Mm-mm. Okay, and you miss mm-hmm. with that one. Yep. Next attack. Would be 12. Something I didn't tell you before was you actually have no longer have disadvantage. Because you're back to your full self. In your conscious and stuff again. So I'm gonna say you no longer have disadvantage. What was your highest roll? Uh, I think it was uh, 12. Okay, then you still didn't. <laughs> so you didn't hit, but you no longer have disadvantage, okay? Because you're more focused now, and this is a dream. Ah, uh, slippery, slippery. Okay. Yeah. So you 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 miss with the blade, uh, and you just see his head is just sort of weaving and moving his neck if you can imagine his neck is elongated now and his head is just your grandfather's head looking so odd and his one arm is falling to the side the other arm's almost like growing and becoming elongated and he just looks like this odd nightmarish creature and it's just it just sort of wiggles and waves and moves and dodges your attacks i just imagine davy jones parts of the caribbean and just You've got a debt to settle. Okay, uh, is that the end of your turn? Uh, that is the end of my turn. Okay, and it's... He's going to strike at you twice. That's 19 and uh, 23. Yeah, they both. Okay, so you take 12 damage. 
Jesus Christ, I'm gonna die here. And you're all bloody. And now, Amon, in the real world, you see Belrin is coughing up blood. And he's looking really gross. And you might even be considering maybe I should just cut the connection, cut our losses, and save this guy. Like, save Phillies at this point. I think Amon will notice, like, the amount of blood. Mm-hmm. But he, I guess he would just be has too much confidence in Phileas to actually get it done. Yeah. But would he feel, have our feelings right now? Yeah, you feel their feelings. So he, you you felt he... the fear of, of Belrin earlier. You feel Belrin's a bit more confident now. And Phileas, you feel desperation to save his friend. But when you, when, when you, when you feel that I am quite confident we're going to be him by the way this guy looks? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So yes. Confident. So Mon would not break I just want you to feel included. Even though you're not right now. A bit. This is because of you. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So it's na- uh, now it's uh, Phileas's turn. What do you do? Well, you're saying we're going to attack him again. Okay. The shadow is moving. Even. The storm is brewing. Twenty-one with my bite. Yeah, okay, uh, you have advantage. Oh, yeah. So fourteen. So twenty-one with my bite. Seven. Okay. Then my claw. 18, 22. Uh, uh, 13. Damage. What was the first damage? First one was... Seven. Seven. And it says six, ten. So seventeen. 17, his 20, so he's down to 3 health. I, you know what? I'm going to say, describe to me what you do. You're going to knock him to the ground. <clears throat> so I will just... Yep. Can I just knock him off? No, no, just... Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so des- describe what you do, not to the... Okay, so I'll, rip off, I'll bite off his arm. <laughs> and you see... His body almost becomes a tons of tendrils, just but at the top, the grandfather's face is there, and it's just like wiggling and shifting as you're attacking. And then I will slash him on his on his side to lock him. Over. And then once you slash it onto its side, uh, and then say he falls this way, okay, because it's more centered. This is kind of crowded here. But as uh, I slash, you, I say this ends now. Yeah, and you slash him, and he falls to the ground. You just seem to cut this creature in half, and now it's just like a a cut pile of oozing, dying tentacles swirling and at the very top one tentacle that's raised up and it's just got the face the head of your grandfather it just keeps going Belrin you're a fucking mistake you should never have been born your whole mother and I'm going to say combat has ended and for all intents and purposes and you guys have succeeded I'm going to say he's prone on the ground so that sort of free roam what would you like to do so then I'll obviously turn back into um, myself, and I will hold a hand out to Belrun to kind of, like, I'm assuming he's kind of still, like, kind of coward, or... No, no, he's not feared or anything, he's, he's oh, awake. Okay. So you, you move towards your friend, hold out a hand, I tell him to, uh, finish him off. F- face his fear, finish him off. So Belrin, uh, he's now come up to you, your grandfather's in there, this grotesque, it's not your grandfather, you know, this nightmarish creature. You remember this altar, this place, you're going to get fucking, you fucking failure. I'm fucking kill you, I will. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go find Coney, and 
happening. That's what I My friend, do. face your fear. Finish him off. Then Melrun would like to walk over to the creature. Yeah. <laughs> I want to pull out my dagger and stab the head of my grandfather, the image of my grandfather. You take out your dagger and you're holding it and you're firmly gripping it. And and do you yell or scream or say anything when you do it? I look at it in the eyes and say, this is for Connie. Just And you just scream as you dig the blade into his head. And he just goes, and you see his face just sort of droop, and then it just sort of shifts into like a blank face, and you just hear, no, this is impossible. melts into the ground. And then suddenly the whole entire area around you, everything starts to and rumble and shake and, and, and it seems to be falling apart and the ground below you cracks as if everything's about to just like fall apart so what do you do? Let's go my friend you must wake up now Can you just at least explain to me what the hell is going on now? This is all just a dream you were hit by the assassin you need to wake up before this gets more dangerous and you're about to be consumed and in the real world you would get the feeling that these two have found each other, they're, they're safe, they're feeling like we gotta get the fuck out of here. What do you do? Um, what, what do you perform to end the ritual? Come on, we're good to go! Is, yeah, is yeah, I'd like, like you to do something like that, if you want. Like, you, you, you don't know what's going on. Uh, Phileas and, and Bellarine, you don't know what the hell's going on, you don't know how the hell you're gonna get out of here, it wasn't explained to you. So, like, what would you do? Everything's falling apart. Am I? <laughs> So Phileas is shouting Amon. And Balvin just looks around, where? <laughs> and Amon He's going to bury his head of this. Amon, you, you get the feeling you even hear Amon like the Or voice. maybe like him like rustling on the yeah. ground, like Amon, yeah. Amon. Yeah. Amon So is this like it's have to bring them both out or just Phileas since it's initially oh. dungeon? Okay. So, so I You're get... gonna end the ritual just remove take Yeah, the I'm just gonna like I guess because of my experience with uh, Hadar, I'll like almost consume the magic that's mm-hmm. around it yep. to end the ritual. Tedrils pop out of your body, and you just see the energy being absorbed into you. And your 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 um, necklace is still humming this entire time, going, and then all the energy is being absorbed into you. And then the ritual ends, and then you two open up your eyes, and your necklace, Amon, stops humming and then lowers and goes back in. You're awoken. <gasps> <laughs> but battered and beaten. <laughs> Whose blood is this? Oh, it's yours. Uh, Bellerin, you're coughing up blood. <laughs> you're down to one health. Uh, Phileas, uh, you, you have... You're at whatever your health... Like your health was previously, minus whatever damage you got. Sure. Which you sure, Okay, so you're pretty much very low health as well. Oh, you're both. No, 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 Okay. How I have one health if I was healed for 13? Uh, you were slashed in there. Would you rather be dead? A lot more than 13 okay. to that fight. I'm being nice. That's why. Being nice. <laughs> um, okay, so... Okay, I yeah. that you're very weak, but you're holding this broom in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do? So I wake up, I make sure he's okay. And, you know... Bellerin, are you okay? <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> yes, and then... That is when I clue into Myra, and I remember the shoes outside. And you hear, Uncle! 
Uncle! Myra! You hear Myra calling from out in the main chamber. Uncle! Where are you? So, you see. Out of the main chamber. <laughs> okay, and as you walk through, you see Myra's just ripping books off the wall, freaking out. <laughs> Myra! <laughs> Uncle! And she turns around, she runs towards you. Someone ran past me. She knocked me down. Are you okay, my dear? I'm fine. She stood over me. She could have gotten the kill, but she just kept running. You weren't her targets. Well, is everybody else okay? We've had some mishaps, but yes. <laughs> Come with me. And Myra comes in as well, and you're all now inside of the secret chamber. I'm on. Uh, would anybody like to say anything before we end it? <laughs> Douchebag didn't help me get up. <laughs> you just quickly were like, oh, you're okay, okay, okay. Myra, where are you? You're fine. You he, can get he went into hell to save you. I he literally delved into, into the your darkness. Brain. He delved into the darkness of Hadar. Without any guarantee that I survive. Do you think you could have killed that thing by yourself? I could have still died right there. <laughs> you could have. He was there. He's fine. Okay, are you in character? Because he did say that in character. <laughs> because that's what Belrin would say. Come on. <laughs> well, okay, okay, what did you say? Go on. He coughed and said, Douchebag didn't save me. <laughs> no, I only went into your brain and... Without the possibility of coming back. Ah, that was your choice. <laughs> and Belrin. I could have let you die, my friend, but I decided <laughs> against it. And Myra stands over Belrin and looks at him. And she goes, Boy, you look like shit. Myra? Have you looked at yourself in the mirror lately? <laughs> Belrin? <laughs> and Myra sort of... Amon just... Amon! And that's where we're going to end the episode. <laughs> Yay! So Bellerin is saved. The assassin got away. But everybody's alive. And uh, this is very good. So I want to thank everybody for listening. And thank you. And we really appreciate all the feedback we've been getting on Twitter. And everything that everybody's been saying. We listen to all the feedback. And uh, we want you to make sure that you send us your ideas for the podcast. Ideas for the campaign where you... Maybe some character ideas, maybe some encounter ideas. I want to hear it all. Just send us a, uh, a tweet. That's the easiest way, at Stubborn Heroes on Twitter. Or you can uh, follow me, at Omidius. That's O-M-I-D-I-I-O-U-S. Or you can follow Cody Amon at... Cody Capote, C-O-D-Y-K-A-P-O-D-Y. Yep. That's it for this week, and uh, until next time, see you later. Bye! Bye. 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 Bell runs alive. Hooray.